Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And uh, proud to present to you uh, A.J. Stewart, Baylor's new running backs coach, assistant head coach. I mean, this is uh, this. these are exciting times. And uh, A.J. just wanted to uh, welcome you to town. I know this has happened uh, a, a little while ago, but uh, are you getting settled in okay? And uh, are you um, – this is a little bit different than, than – where you came from in Oregon. Uh, is this, uh, how is this growing? And of course you spent time, didn't you in Texas? So you know about this, how, how fun is it to kind of be back in, in, uh, Texas, AJ Stewart joining us on the Matt Mosley show ESP in central Texas. Sorry, AJ. I don't know how much you heard of that. Uh, I was just, uh, introducing you and, um, uh, man, good to have you new assistant head coach, running backs coach, uh, at Baylor, AJ Stewart. Welcome to welcome to town, sir. It's great to have you. Thank you. Appreciate you guys having me. Yeah, it's uh, and I'm sure, boy, you hit the ground running, didn't you? We got recruiting. Now you have the early period. You have the the late period. Uh, I bet it's been a little bit of a whirlwind. How how has the uh, how has the transition gone? Uh, getting on this new staff, and I'm sure it helps having known some of these guys with. Jeff Grimes and Mateos and having cross paths with some of these uh, coaches. That, that definitely helped for sure. Uh, you know, ease, ease me in a little bit, uh, you know, so just kind of got a heads up about, you know, some of the things that, you know, to be aware of and, and what we, what we wear to work and, you know, those little small things that uh, can be, can give you some anxieties when you first, uh, you know, get to a new place, but that was great. And for sure hit the ground running uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of recruiting to be done, you know, and things like that. And so it's starting to slow down, you know, going on, you know, about a, two, two and a half weeks. Um, and so it's, I'm starting to get my bearings and starting to feel like home. So I'm, I'm excited. Okay. So what part of Texas do they have you, um, focused on? I'm sure you had to kind of get refamiliarize yourself with all the roads and the back roads and all the places you need to go to, it's a, it is a state unlike any other when it comes to high school football. Did all that stuff just come right back to you, or did you kind of did you have to? I guess uh, uh, we don't use maps goes anymore, don't you, do we? We got the GPS. Where is there like one specific area you found yourself already spending the most time recruiting wise? Yeah, I've I've been in uh, the DFW, you know, Metroplex area uh, primarily, you know, up to this point. It's you know it hasn't been as as tough of a transition. I've I've recruited Texas uh, my entire career. You know, starting off you know when I coached down at Rice, and even when I went out you know west a little bit. You know, I still would get out here every spring, and you know I've still signed some guys you know from from Texas and, and Dallas in that area as well. And so um, definitely just getting getting to see some new faces. Some people have changed over the years, and you know schools have have emerged and. You know, there there always have been you know diff, you know going to be some players and everything, but uh, but it, it's it's been great you know just to be able to get out can can eat some Whataburger in the morning on my way out to hit some schools and, and those are the little things that you you can appreciate uh, being back out here. What did you have there in uh, Cornvallis? Was it the uh, did y'all have in and outs out there? What was your main source of uh, you know uh, decent hamburger? Uh, I mean, w- w- there really wasn't a, there wasn't an in and out or anything. I really would just go to five guys. That was probably the best option out there. You know, so I, I be, I became a, you know, a believer in, in the five guys, but now that I'm, I have access to Whataburger, it's, 
it's probably not good for me, but but I've been, <laughs> been smiling the whole time since I've been down here because of that. You were a former tight end, so you can you you know you can do that. Uh, but uh, yeah, the Waterburger will put it on you a little bit. Now, what did you? Um, what about Dave Aranda in this staff was attractive to you? Obviously, Juice did a great job recruiting the Dallas area and everything, and and uh, and and he took another opportunity. What what did you? What was kind of the first thing you were looking? for on this staff and what what about Dave Aranda and the rest of the staff really stood out to you about this opportunity well I, th- I think the benefit was you know have having prior experience with coach Grimes and uh you know coach Mateos and even you know meeting coach Aranda uh before and uh, throughout the years just knowing what they stood for you know or what they stand for um and just how they how they go about building the culture you know at Baylor and how they've done it I've I've been in touch with you know Coach Grimes and Mateos you know over the years since they've been here and I've you know been elsewhere and so just having a good idea you know about and and just rooting from for that for those people you know from afar even you know far before I could even think this was a possibility so I've always watched Baylor football I've always you know, rooted for them, text them after the games when they won big games and, and things like that. And so I think that was just kind of the, the benefit in having some familiarity with the, with the situation uh, just because, you know, from knowing people in the building. And so um, just when the opportunity came up, I just kind of already knew what it entailed and knew the work that had been done here to build the culture and what type of people were in the building. And um, that's what, what made it really a, a tough opportunity to pass on. A.J. Stewart, Baylor running backs coach, joined the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. You were at Kansas. Isn't it funny how it goes full circle? You end up back in the Big 12, um, and you were part of that Orange Bowl team all those years ago. Um, and that, that is interesting. I mean, it's been a – I mean, you're still a young man, but that was uh, that was a time Mangino kind of had that thing going. Um, those were – and I think you were known as like one of the greatest. You you got a huge award as a scout teamer on that that Orange Bowl year. Um, what did you learn from Coach Mangino, and even going back to your your days with the Jayhawks? Uh, just the blue collar mentality, uh, low ego, high output. You know that's kind of what, um, what what we built our program off of. You know back in those days, and uh, a lot of underdogs, not a lot of highly recruited uh, you know players on our team, but a bunch of guys who. Uh, you know, rose above, you know, I guess the ratings and all that. And, um, and, and, you know, just bound, were binded together, you know, and uh, we had some good players and things like that and really good coaches as well, but just learning, um, you know, how much culture, uh, how important that is to success and, you know, the, what you do in the off season and that blue collar mentality, how that translates um, when you're playing against people who may be a little bit more uh, touted, you know, in the recruiting process and, and all that. But, you know, when you line up, you just know the work that you put in. And uh, I think that's what, what allowed us and helped us to be successful, you know, and just the work that we put in and uh, how we bought into the, the overall mentality of kind of being that, that underdog. What is your philosophy uh, you bring to the running back position? Obviously, you've had some great players, and it seems like your players put up big numbers. It's not just like the one bell cow. Um, and, I mean, I think back to the guy at BYU that might have been around the time you, you were there when he got recruited. Algier was just an unbelievable player. But even at Oregon State, I've noticed your guys, you had multiple guys putting up big numbers. Is that Has that become a big part of your philosophy? Hey, it takes more than one, one running back. 
Absolutely. I think uh, last year I started uh, using this. Um, I got it from our, our head coach used to say the star of the team is the team. And I kind of adopted that uh, with our with the running backs and say, you know, the star of the running back, the star of the running back group is the running back group. And uh, that's just kind of something that I try a culture I try to build. Um, I think you can have, you know, you know, an all conference type player, but then also have a, other guys that have significant roles. Um, and just how physical the position is, you know, I think you have to have multiple starting caliber players in your room um, and just create a culture that, you know, it's, it's kind of like to me, I, I kind of spin it as, you know, the Warriors, you know, especially when they had it, you know, had it rolling, you know, when they're winning, you know, these the championships, and w- which is, I guess just last year they won a championship. But, um, you know, some nights Clay's really hot and they just start, they feed Clay and Steph, you know, sh- shoots five threes and, then the other night, you know, Steph shoots 23s and Clay, you know, he has eight assists, you know, and, and those things. And so um, I want guys to, to if, if they have the hot hand, I want to stick with them. And I, I think that's an incentive to, you know, to be prepared for your opportunity when you get in, in the game. And it's kind of the culture we've built and guys have, have embraced that. And, uh, you know, I, I always tell them we're going to play the most talented, reliable players. And uh, if that's five guys in our room, hopefully we can find a way to get five five guys opportunities and if that's just three then we'll you know we'll do that and um but I think it's just consistent you know uh building that culture of consistency and in that you don't have to be the all-conference player to have a significant role um in our offense and and really at, at the running back position it only takes one really good year um to have your opportunity at the NFL and so um these are con- constant conversations we have and and obviously you have to manage, you know, people want to see, you want guys in your room to want the ball and want to be the star player and all that. But I think it's always about just keeping perspective on you. We, we can be making an impact and not rushing for a hundred yards in a game, you know? And, uh, and so that's just kind of the culture that I've tried to establish everywhere I've been. And, you know, for the most part, it's, it's, it's led to some success and that's what you see. You'll see a, we'll have an all-conference back and then two other guys that combine for 1,000 yards, you know. And so I think that helps now that it's, you know, it's kind of the the, the proof in the pudding, you know, that that yeah. formula works. Um, but but when we first started building it, you know, it was a little probably a little bit harder than it is now. But um, that's what we'll try to continue to build, you know, as we go. But the start of the running back group is the running back group. All right, I'm going to write that down. All conference, and then two guys who add up to a thousand. All right, AJ, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to hold you to this. That, that, I, I, that's a, that's an awesome way to look at it. Now, Richard Reese, the cupboard is not bare, and I'm sure. Again, you love these coaches, but you also know these players uh, are a huge part of it. With an Oklahoma State big time running back transferring in, Richard Reese. Now that you've had a little chance to kind of get to know some of these guys, you're seeing them in the weight room. Um, what do you think of the the personnel that you're inheriting here uh, in your running backs room? I love it, you know, and and more so than just the talent is just the the way they're wired. You know, they're all uh, they just come to work every day and they they want to be coached, and that's that's really all you can ask for, especially when you're coming into an you know a new opportunity as a coach is. You know, you you worry the most about how much these guys are bought in and how much, you know, how 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 coachable they are, and they've checked those boxes off. They far exceeded those expectations, and and so that combined with you know with talent, you feel really good about it. You know, there's obviously every year we're gonna we're gonna put work in and we're gonna try to get better. You know, but it it helps to know that 
you know, those, the, the bare minimum, those boxes have been checked off and you just feel like you're starting, you know, ab- above water, you know, when you get these opportunities. And so I'm, I'm extremely excited, um, not just to work with the players, uh, who they are as far as their talent, but just the people they are. The, these guys have, have absolutely blown me away with just, uh, you know, just how they approach the the game of football as, as well as life, you know? And so I'm, I'm really excited and, I think these are the type of guys that make make a coach better, you know, as a man and a, and as a coach. And so that's what I'm looking most forward to. I've heard you coach running backs like great O-line coaches, coach offensive linemen. And you may know who that's coming from. I think that's extremely uh, high praise, especially from an old O-line coach, to say something like that. When you hear something like that, A.J., what is that – what does that mean? Um, what do you think they're saying about the way you approach it with uh, with with running backs? Because I I do think that is a uh, that's that's meant to be high praise uh, uh, coming your way. I I think uh, you know there can be a misconception about the running back position. You know we just kind of recruit these guys and let them go out and run. You know which to a degree we, we you know I try to preserve their you know natural ability and things you know the god-given talent but i do think you can you can uh still mold guys who are very talented and uh you can you can put a little detail to their game and uh help just make the game even even easier for them you know with with rules and 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 help help with their read progressions and things like that and so i would say um that on top of just uh coaching the physicality you know, we always say we want to make we want to make teams tackle us for four quarters, and uh, and I mean that you know not meaning just duck our head and you know run through brick walls all game, but be strategic. You know, when we get to contact, how do we how do we initiate contact and not just take the contact? You know, we want to be falling forward every time. You know, we have the ball in our hand, and they they know that my criteria. You know, they will know here. We haven't really talked too much about it, but. To me, the criteria for a good run is uh, being decisive, being vertical, and falling forward. You know, and so um, I give them parameters as far as uh, you know how the read, where the ball should get to, and all that. And but at the end of the day, it's about you know just being physical and and being reliable in the run game as far as you're uh, making the right read and just doing our part. And it helps when we have these. You got great tight ends and, and big old linemen, you know, doing their job. So the least we can do is is be in the right place, and then you know just add to the physical mentality that the you know the O line coaches have have established, you know, up front. And so we want to be a we want to be a unit. We don't want to be the running backs and the O line. You know, we want our run game to be one unit. And I think that's uh, probably what you know, what O-line coaches probably like, you know, when it comes to running back coaches who coach that way is we're, we're, we work together, you know, we're not, you know, independent contractors. We're, we're an extension of one another and we need each other to, to, uh, to be as, as successful as we want to be. And so um, that's kind of my message to my guys and the culture that we try to try to establish. I feel like y'all need a nickname or something like the BYU Mafia. I don't know if that's really appropriate or not. I mean, there's there's a there's quite a few of you now, and uh, that's got to be that's got to be a really cool thing for y'all to hold up again. And as you're saying, you know, the fact that y'all know how each other coach and everything, I think that's a huge thing, and that'll uh, that'll that'll go together. And by the way, Class Five A, AJ, uh, Class Five A and Six A. The Dallas area pretty much has been sweeping all the state titles, and so I mean, you talk about a uh, 
recruiting, like you say, you're familiar with the area, but it just gets better and better, it seems to me. A sock, Absolutely. what they've done the last two years. Duncanville finally broke through and got theirs. So um, I know I'm mentioning the ones that are like the elite of the elite. But that Dallas-Fort Worth area, it is interesting how some years, you know, Houston will kind of have it going. It, it, do you kind of feel like DFW area for whatever reason? It's, it also is in basketball. Just has it rolling right now? Yeah, yeah, they've definitely uh, they've been crushing it, you know, the last couple years specifically. But, you know, they've all, there's always been talent, you know, in that area, which, which we know. But, you know, we're, they're really starting to, you know, see the fruit you know, as far as, you know, holding those trophies at the end of the seasons and things like that. And so that's, that's been really cool. And uh, it's, it's, it seems like it's their time right now. And, you know, they've, uh, they've done a great job, you know, I think of overall, just the culture out there and, and coaching guys up and, and getting them to play at a high level. And, you know, you, you can't win in Texas, you know, you can't just win with players. You have to have players and coaches. And, you know, so I think that's, that's probably the biggest thing to, hang their hat on, you know, with the success, uh, you know, overall from the city, you know, these last couple of years. All right. You get, did you, were you like the rest of us? Did you kind of enjoy seeing the schedule release the other day? Did that get your uh, adrenaline going, kind of finally knowing exactly who would be on the schedule, where you would be going? Uh, Baylor gets eight home games, which is very nice. Did that, what were the coaches like when the, when the schedule was released? Did y'all kind of, put it up on I mean y'all may have gotten tipped off a little bit before but how exciting was that for the coaching staff very exciting I mean it's it's easy you know in the off season we know we're working towards a season but I think it just helps you know just just have a visual of you know the 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 opponents that we're going to be coaching against and you know our guys to to see who they're going to be playing against and you know you can mentally prepare for the different you know scenarios that you know are going to you know, you're going to have to, you know, go through in the different obstacles that the season may present. And so I think it's just always kind of gives you a peace of mind, just knowing what you're working up against and, you know, okay, you know, it gives you a little more sense of urgency. And, and I think it just gives you a little more structured mindset, you know, in the off season working into the, the season, but, you know, the guys have been working, we've all, we all knew there, you know, there were going to be 12 games on our, during the regular season. And so, um, but it does feel good to kind of know, you know what what it what it all entails and and uh you know where where we're going to be playing our games on the road and at home okay i've penciled in 10 wins by the way so i uh no pressure <laughs> at all <laughs> but uh well this is fun now other guys arrived with nicknames in tow dennis has one i'm not sure if he loves it so i won't say that one do, are you are you simply Stu, or or uh, do you have another nickname that we should know about uh no, I mean, I think here is just you know a lot of guys just call me AJ you know around the, okay. the staff. Uh, but I, Stu has been picking up the last couple of years in my coaching career. I've I've known. I don't know it's because I'm getting a little older now. Uh, it's kind of <laughs> so I could see Stu maybe sticking. You know, um, I've, I think I've heard a couple guys say Coach Stu, um, but you never know. I'm just happy to to have a, a locker and you know, have a name tag on my door and all that. So as long as, as long as it's within my name, you know, and not just something off the wall, I'll, I'll be happy with it. All right. Well, congratulations. Go say, you know, have you met Walter Abercrombie yet? You know, Baylor does have some 
unbelievable running backs that still get to hang around sometimes. Alfred Anderson shows up, Walter. So it is kind of fun that Baylor has so many NFL, former NFL backs. Alan Rice comes to mind, uh, Dennis Gentry, of course. So if you ever uh, need to show any of your running backs, uh, you know, hey, this is what an NFL running back looks like, you've got no shortage of guys around here. I, I look forward to meeting those guys. Absolutely. All right, AJ. It was fun to visit with you, and uh, man, good luck. Look forward to meeting you in person. Likewise, thank you very much. You bet. There he goes, AJ Stewart, assistant head coach, running backs, comes into Baylor, and uh, will really. Uh, he's uh, he's got a great reputation, and uh, I've, I've talked to some people even today that are really bragging on him uh, for what he's going to bring to the program. So it's going to be really fun. All right, we got some campus confidential we'll do it next